millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, yeah. I get around. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 131 of the world famous Tokyo Sex Whale and the Human Settlements. I am Tokyo Sex Whale and I'm joined by uh, my comrade Clarence Swamptown. Hi Clarence. What's up fuckers? What's oh. up Tokyo? <laughs> no rap this week, huh? Uh, no. I was thinking of maybe doing a little two live crew, but you know, this is uh, a respectable podcast it's maybe a little too vulgar it is for tokyo sex whale yeah and the human settlements it's It's a little yes high class outfit it's a clean cut organization as you know um Mm -hmm. so we are hopefully going to be joined by john and Stuart at some point life keeps getting in the way for those two to uh to join us so we'll see what happens uh first and foremost do you know who tokyo sex whale is i i haven't really been paying attention i've been gone for a week uh, apparently, so John forwarded this to me. I, the only reason I know is because John forwarded a link to me of Tokyo Sexwell. He is a apparently a finalist, or someone under consideration, or he is lobbying, or it is part of the campaign. I don't know how they picked the FIFA president, but he is under consideration for FIFA president. Again, whether it's a lobby, I assume it's whoever is the most corrupt wins. So it's money under the table. Um, I, I don't know the process. So, But he's I, under consideration. And I don't know the process either. I'm just going to ask you a question. I want you to dream with me mm-hmm. for a little bit. Just dream. Is there any conceivable mm-hmm. scenario in which the FIFA in the future is not incredibly corrupt? Hmm. In my opinion, mm-hmm. anytime mm-hmm. you formulate a world body, whether it's the World Health Organization or the United Nations or FIFA, whenever you get the entire globe involved and pool all of these different countries into the same resource mm-hmm. it is a magnet for corruption okay okay it's never not happened I, I can't think of it the olympics i can't think of any example where clean as a whistle where <laughs> the world gets together and 
we all just, nope, we're all going to be above board this time, guys. No, it never happens, ever, ever. So like as much I ran, as we, uh, we love Tokyo's sex whale, we want him to, to win, but we know we're going to end up hating him, and he's going to be a criminal. If he's not won already, that's the answer. Well, it, Iran is like the chair of the UN Human Rights <laughs> Commission. Like, what? What? Did this what? <laughs> there is no chance it's not going to be corrupt. None. Okay. All right. Zero chance. He's from South Africa. Like, hmm. Let's get... Can't think of much oh, going on there that's ever been. <laughs> Seems all yeah. pretty straight as a string. Yeah. yeah. Let's just fucking pick them. Oh, no. Well, that was just a teaser, but we are devoting this entire episode to international relations. So I figured we'd oh. go like an around-the-globe sort of deal and just kind of get into local governments and how they're, how they're performing and really like a predictive thing. Would you just mind expounding? Exp- 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 what the? I'm exhausted. What's the word? Esperanto? That's a, that's a dead language. There's Would you only mind like singing left? Desperado by the Eagles? <laughs> In every language you can think of. I know that you know it. (laughs) Oh, oh boy. Let's wrap this up. That was good four minutes. (laughs) That was good. That'll do. Uh, No, um, I think we should talk Vikings. I think we should talk Wolves and build a Gophers football. Maybe a little weekend preview. Um, There's some things we can discuss. Um, Okay, just just the two of us. Just just the two of us. Yeah, just just me and you, man. Just in in a corner booth. And, uh, super show. That's what when Barrero and Common get together, they call it the Super Show. Oh, all right, now, cool. I don't know that we can quite call it that. Well, hey, you know what? Their organization rips off from us left and right, so we can just call it the Super Show and pretend that we just uh, invented that that term. It's good for the goose. Good for the gand. The I like it. First Super Show of all time. We have just while you were talking, I trademarked it. TM. Super show. You got to say TM right afterwards, too, just to show that we're a legit organization. Got it. So the Minnesota Vikings, as they do, uh, were on the field, and they were uh, participants while another team shot themselves in the foot, which means mm-hmm. that uh, we got the victory over the Detroit Lions, which is great. Um, again, there wasn't a t- – I mean, it was an exciting game for sure, but I feel like most of the games this year it's kind of been – decided really quickly on how this game was going to go and then you just sort of watch watch it play out like they didn't seem like they were going to lose this one in in you know at least well they were down 17 to three or whatever i mean so yeah yeah a lot yeah but it was super early um so i guess i would say i was i was for 10 minutes a little nervous especially after the first drive which took about 12 seconds for them to score (laughs) that was bad yeah so oops Detroit went up 17-3 or 17, whatever it was. It was a lot. I don't recall the Vikings' side of the score. Then after that, it was like the Detroit Lions' offensive line was playing a completely different, like they were watching a different game on TV. Like, what What are you doing, Detroit Lions' offensive line? They were so bad. I can't believe Stafford didn't die. Yeah. Yeah, and they, right after the game, fired their offensive coordinator. Is that right? <laughs> they did. And, and then you... they promoted their <laughs> offensive line coach, Jim Bob Cooter. Jim Bob Cooter. Jim Bob Cooter. 
His real that's not now that's not his given name. The JBC. Okay, what his real name's just like Dave Thomas or something, right? No, it's it's James Robert Cooter. James. That's <laughs> <laughs> so that's his name. So he is like did he decide to become Jim Bob Cooter when he took uh like an assistant offensive line coach for Alabama or something to try to like engender himself to the deep south or something because there's no there's no actual reason to be named Jim Bob Cooter unless you're funny or you're trying to pander to the south right I assume he ran into somebody like me like a playing cards or who the fuck knows yeah that just started asking questions about like he was just James Cooter Jimmy Cooter, I, I don't know, up until sure. the point he met me. JC. And I'm like, so what's your middle name? And then, oh, that's Robert. And then the dominoes in my head start falling. Wait a second. James Cooter, James, James Robert Cooter. <laughs> no, you're Jim Bob Cooter Jim now Bob Cooter. forever. You're Jim, you're Jim Bob Cooter. And at that point, then everybody around the poker table was like, well, fuck yeah, that's it, that's it. You're Jim Bob Cooter from Give now me on. Up, Jim Bob. And that was it. The rest of his life, he's now Jim Bob Cooter. Whether but he's he wanted able to, to or not. Yeah, but he can go to a new school and be like, I'm James Cooter. That's I, my name. Yeah, my girlfriend is Canadian. You, she's super One of those right. sort never, of deals, yeah. You've never seen her. But yeah, he's, you don't know her. He's just into it. He's living it. That's great. Good for him. Because he doesn't need the Bob at all, right? It's not like there's so many Jim Cooters around. Jimmy like, Cooter's Jim, still a rock-solid name. Which, what... Jim Cooter, are you? Are you the accountant or are you the actor? No, 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 no. I'm Jim Bob Cooter. I'm the football coach. Oh, okay. Oh. You should have said Jim Bob Cooter because then I would have known. Because there's so many Jim Cooters. They're fucking everywhere, right? Everywhere. They work yes. with a couple Jim Cooters. Mm-hmm. The neighbor. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if Jim Bob Cooter will be able to help... Um, make it so the other team's receivers aren't left like 20 yards wide open in the future. What was that about? Because that doesn't seem like it's an offensive coordinator's job, but they definitely should be shoring that up. <laughs> I've never seen... There's probably, what, a, a dozen times when Teddy, like, comically uh, looked over to his right, put the ball down, and then then did, like, the two fists to his eyes to, like, show that he can't believe what he's seeing. Like, <laughs> And then he picked the ball up, and still the guy was wide open, 30 yards. Like Adam Thielen's Adam wide Thielen. open. He's not. He's from Detroit Lakes. Which God bless him. That's yeah. awesome. But a guy from Detroit Lakes should not be wide open. It wasn't exactly like a sick double move or anything by Adam no, Thielen. That's, that's not how that worked out. No. Very weird. But, uh, yeah, they uh, came back after a quick deficit and then just kind of wasn't really in doubt for most of the end there, which was... It was a little bit of drama, I suppose, that fourth and one. They could have gotten it down to three and whatever else, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, you know, it does feel good to root for a team to just that just doesn't beat themselves. They haven't really, it like... It does. It hasn't happened this year at all, right? I mean, I'm sure... I know it happened a couple times last year, a couple last-minute sort of... Well, uh, San Francisco. But if you just set that entire debacle aside... Yeah. Men in Black pen that game. If you that can. was weird. What a weird game. Super weird. They're horrible. Yeah. Yeah, and it was played in the middle of the night. It's really odd. Everything oh, about God. it was weird. I don't like it. I don't like thinking about it. Uh, your guy, 
Ted Bridgewater, who oh, I, I think you are for sure his number one fan at this point, right? Do you think? Do you see anybody else like on in the ra- on radio or TV or in the inner links that loves him more? No, because I don't. No, you are. You are. You're his dead mother. You are. It's not his fault. I, it's not his fault. I find myself over and over defending him. Like if anybody has any bone to pick with him about anything, yeah. they tell me about it. Like. I saw him at uh, Chipotle, and he didn't bust his tray or something. Like, what? Okay, I don't know. I don't know why he did that. I don't know why you're telling me, but I still love him. That doesn't change my right. opinion. Yeah. So I think I might be his biggest. I mean, fan. as far as I'm concerned, because I'm just a dork. Yeah. I don't. I'm a nobody. But why? I think I am. I think I might be. You can take it. Just take it for now. Take the crown, um, and uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe somebody will come out of the woodwork and say, "No, no, no! I, I defend him way more than than Mr. Swamp." Even his but... mom like will tweet me, and she's like, "Jesus, give it a fucking break!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's not perfect. <laughs> Fuck you! <Yeah. laughs> Fuck you, Mrs. Bridgewater. <laughs> Gladys, I don't know what her name is. Is it Gladys? I'm going. With, let's go with Gladys Bridgewater. Yeah. Did you see his fucking QBR last <laughs> three games? I have to spot off a bunch of stats to Gladys. Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, hey, John joined us. Hi, John. Hey guys, hey. how's it going? Thanks for showing up, man. Yeah, it's thanks. Nice to be here. Thanks, John. Jeez, Jeez. Uh, we're talking about the Vikings, John. Our Vikings, the Our... ones that we predict to lose every week and yet come through. Well, no, it's a it's a glorious tradition that we can't give up. Yeah, I I have predicted that that they would lose every single week this year, including several mm-hmm. weeks in which I had the score exactly right, but in reverse. I think we're all doing the thing where if you predict a loss, we we're gonna win either way. Either you were right or your team won. That's why I bet against them a lot. What I do is I sit down, when we have the prediction thing on Sunday morning, I sit down and I really try to think through it. And I oh, think, yeah, yeah. I, I visualize mm-hmm. the game. I visualize mm-hmm. the game start to finish. Mm-hmm. And the thing about being a Vikings fan is that when you visualize the game, they're always going to lose at the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Sometimes you it's look just at the a path. disappointing, crappy loss, like the loss to the 49ers early as this year. But sometimes it's an incredibly painful loss, like Gophers losing to Wisconsin in 2005. Why? That's not... This, this has been a place. rough week, John. This has been a rough week. You don't need to be bringing up that game. Why? Is that the punt game? That is that is the punt game. <laughs> oh, that's it that's was... cold-blooded, John. That is cold to bring that one up. <laughs> they were winning that game by 10 points with less than two minutes to go. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see that every day. That's just rare. That is a rare thing. I don't thing want to talk happen. about this game. I, we can talk about it. We can talk about where we were, what we did afterwards. I don't want to be a part of it, though. No, it's fine. We don't have to do that. It, you're right. It's been it's been too tough of a week to uh, to go replay some of those things. Um, I, I'll tell you one thing I do remember about that game was leaving it. I was walking in front of the two guys having the most Minnesotan conversation ever. <laughs> oh, tough one. Oh, yeah. Real tough one. <laughs> You know who I feel bad for is the kids. Oh, they try real hard. Oh, yeah. They try real hard. One of them looks up in the air. Nice day, though. Oh, yeah. Nice day. (laughs) 
They're just trying to find the positive somewhere. Yep. Good for them. Just looking for the silver lining. That's great. It's hard to find sometimes. Um, well, I know that we don't give our official... Usually on Sunday mornings, I'll just go off to a coffee shop and wait for the, the, the tweet to come in from Clarence on predictions. Mm-hmm. And But you're right. I really want to focus on those numbers. And I, you know, I do a few um, simulations. I do one of those things. I have a program, Microsoft-type program. I don't want to talk about it. Um, but it's pretty, it's pretty vast, I would say. Uh, so I'm not going to give my official prediction now until I've been able to do those simulations. But it does seem like it's a very winnable game again. And, and as I understand it, I don't have the schedule in front of me. They've got a couple winnable games here, and then they have to play like the Patriots Wait, eight times in a row or something. Right? Winnable? It's an it's in Chicago, right? Yes. Yeah, that's not a winnable game. It's a winnable I game. The last time they won in Chicago. Hey, do you know what the year was? The, it, I the, do, but go ahead and say it. Quick. I know the year. It was um, 2001. <laughs> it's not quite that bad. It was 07. <laughs> oh, okay. That was the game that Peterson rushed for like 245 yards and returned a kickoff like 80 yards. Oh, that was a good one. Oh. That was What a magical year that was. Mm-hmm. That was also the year when Peterson ran like for 300 yards against the Chargers, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That kickoff that he ran back in Chicago was awesome because it was near the end of the game, right? And he's like, "Fuck mm-hmm. it, I'm going to go do this." Yeah, I think it was a tie game, and then that set him up for uh, Ryan Longwell to kick like a 55 yard field goal. Let's go with that. I think the point is that you're picking a Vikings victory in Chicago. I'm not picking a Vikings victory. I told you I haven't done my simulations yet with my Microsoft-type program. What I'm saying is it's a very winnable game. If you look at the nerd, the stat geeks, the Vikings um, should win that game. This is how they do it to you. They set you up like a bowling pin. I'm I'm the pin? Yeah, well, yes. Yeah. And the Bears are the ball. Oh, I would fuck. say the Vikings are the ball. Well, yeah. I guess it depends on how you want to look at it. Jay Cutler is a ball. Is the ball? He's a yeah. Okay, okay. I'm with you. I'm going to write this down. Jay Cutler is so the there's ball. three bowling balls coming at you, and I'm just the one Vikings, pin. and you're one pit. This is a very this the bowling lanes. This is like duck the man- bowling or something. The manager is drunk. He's he passed out. Mm-hmm. So you've got the whole bowling alley to yourself. And there's three bowling balls coming at you. The Vikings, the Bears, and Jay Cutler. And Jay then- Cutler's wife too. Let's throw her in there too. Camillary, is that her name? Yep, Mike Camillary. <laughs> Mike Camillary. Jay Cutler's Mike wife. Camilleri. She's throwing cool, down man. some herbal treatments He's for vaccines. Some- Right? He's married to Mike Camilleri. That's cool, man. Whatever. That's, I don't care. Mike Comiarchuk comes over pretty much every Sunday to watch football with him. Kristen Cavallari before, is rolling down ah, uh, herbal weird. herbal treatments in vials coming down. Is that her home. deal? She's one of those an, uh, anti-vaxxers, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Yep. Total fucking quack. Yep. No. Yeah. I know I play off and do the stupid bit, and I don't know things, but honestly, I don't. What is she famous for? Oh, she was in a um, MTV reality show about eight years ago that followed. Sixteen sort of, and pregnant? No, <laughs> you know, like the um, Real Housewives. No MTV raps. The real. <laughs> uh, yeah, Is she, she was. Lover? Yeah, no, she <laughs> sang "Real Love" in the mid '90s. 
Kristen, oh. I'm surprised you didn't. Yeah. Uh, no, so it was a TV. I actually don't even remember the name of the TV show, but it was like a reality show that actually followed like rich high schoolers. Oh, no. Um, really? But here's the thing, and I have to, we're in the trust tree here. It, it was actually not that bad. I watched it a little bit, and it was it was okay. It was a, it was a lot more subtle than like mm-hmm. now you now you see these shows where like they just for they just manufacture people screaming at each other, mm-hmm. and this was I'm sure just as manufactured, but it wasn't as much actual screaming at each other. It was more just I don't know whatever interpersonal communications, right? Were you in high school at the time? Yes. That's fine. I was not in high school at the time. No, I was a couple wow. years out of college, grown wow. ass man. But it was uh, <laughs> sh- fucking shut up. I was just going to explain how I was. <laughs> you don't know you any a, better. You're in high school. You had a college degree, and you were in college. Well, I did. They they found out I was watching it, and they've took they've taken <laughs> it from me. Yeah. Uh, this was around the time I was really into the OC as well, and they just sort of uh, dovetailed into watching both of them. I could see some goons from University of Minnesota Duluth coming to your, yeah, hey. your apartment, ripping what you been off watching the wall, there? Yeah. breaking over their knee, <laughs> and I'm on enough on you, <laughs> right over their knee. Scott Sandal in. Scott Sandlin himself comes down. You're a terrible interviewer, yeah. yeah. Disappointing you. I told you stuff off the record, and you fire. printed it, you fucker. Mike Sertich comes in, <laughs> throws it off the balcony. And then oh, runs down man. the ice and slides into the net to celebrate. Oh, God. I told you that Sandlin used to give the most boring off-the-record statements on the planet, yeah. right, when I was writing yeah. for <laughs> Yes. Oh, what a rube. Um, <laughs> no, I'm a sucker for high school... Pop culture stuff. I don't know. I just uh, uh, even now, grown up. There was a book that I recently read called Eleanor and Park. Um, it was sort of a drama between two high school kids, and it was amazing. It was one of the best books I've read in a long time. So I don't know. It might just be my thing. Loved Election, the movie. Remember Election? Oh, oh yeah. Election! Jesus, I that's a high school movie. Election with an L. Not an R. I'm sorry. Jesus. Yeah, erection was the was the parody. Yeah, it's what you were probably barely legal. Holy cow! <laughs> Whatever, man. That's cool. Oh boy. Anyway, Kristen Cavallari is spinning vials of herbal treatment down at me. Where am I situated on this bowling lane? Am I in the corner? Or I'm right up front. Am I just exposed right the to the elements? Right up from you're the one pin. I'm the you one. You are one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. So that's bad. And there's bumpers. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. And a little ramp. The yep. ramp. The bumpers. Uh, a little named Earl that doesn't care anymore that stationed himself halfway down the next lane just to bump your ball in the right direction. Jeez. Jeez. All right. Well, anyway, the, the Vikings, do you guys want to guess the line? We love doing this game. I feel uh, like Bill Simmons and... Oh, so in Buggo every time we do this. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I just do the one game, though. Does he do this? I've never heard his podcast. Is this what he does? He has an entire weekly podcast devoted to only guessing lines to games. With his buddies? With his buddies. So he'll be like, hey, what do you think uh, What do you think, uh, New England and his buddies and have goofy nicknames? Yeah, well, Cousin Sal. Yep. Because oh. he's a cousin of Jimmy Kimmel. Anyway. 
And they just go, oh. I think it's going to be a minus six. And he goes, nope, minus eight. He goes, oh, man, shoot. All right, How next game. Minus eight, et cetera. <laughs> yeah. I'm horrible at this game. I don't. Yeah, I've been. I, Do you guys want to retire? I'm, I'm going to say the Vikings are favored by four points. Jesus, John. <laughs> That's what you say every time I say something <laughs> in this game. Holy crap, John, no. My God, John, what the hell? Um, Vikes by two. Vikes by one. Uh, I'm retiring this bit right now. Because <laughs> I called it a Bills right. bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, Brandon. I yeah. didn't mean for that to be so personally. No, I think he's good at podcasting, but I could tell from both of you, you're very nice people. You would never actually come on Sapper. You're like, I'm, I don't know. I'm bad at this. I know that your heart's not in it. And if your heart's not in it, then uh, we're, we're, well, we're done with it. I'll, I'll, I'll make a guess. Every week. I'll be a- Every Mine's week, not really in the podcast. Yeah. yeah, I still come here. Every I still do this. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. This is going to be one of our first retired bits. Maybe our first one. Oh, we did like six bits on episode one, and we retired every single one of those by episode two. Yeah. We've done. I can't what, name them. What were they? Um, we did a thing of why Mike Rand couldn't be with us tonight. We were going to do That's that every right. single time. Her oh, burgers. Uh, Michael Rand had an ad, muted sweaters. Something, yeah. Her burgers. We were going to do another one of outstate scores and just think of funny fake outstate high school football names. That's right. Yeah. Did that. Um, I think we were going to do the You're Lucky You're White Hall of Fame, but that didn't really catch on either. We do it every once in a while if it comes into the Hall Hall of Fame. If it it comes up in the news, I'm, you know, there's nothing I love more than calling out white people but um that doesn't happen very often so there was a few of them so that's about it that's right all classic good good example all very good so let me ask you one quick question about football before we move on um does this feel as obvious to you guys as it does to me that it's going to be patriots packers maybe maybe the packers will lose to the broncos this week maybe that'll happen and we can all be happy about that. And we can say, okay, look, they're vulnerable. They're going to... Hey, it's the modern NFL. If you think you know something, you don't. you don't know anything. God, you're fucking right. So it'll be like, it'll be something goofy. It'll be... Pittsburgh versus Carolina or something. Yeah, Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Fuck, who's a team over in the... Arizona, our Jets. City. We oh, haven't our, talked enough about get, our, our team. We picked the Jets. You didn't even want them. You were like, eh, I don't know. No, That's come fine. on. Don't do this thing. Here. Don't troll me Fucking right now. You need to, shit, you're right. you need fine. to no. just pick and choose your things you want to troll me about because I just wanted to be super thorough. Show. Super this show. is the super show. <laughs> Jets. Trademark. We were, we were together. <laughs> Unified team. We united the clans. We were uni- unified on the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. But they look good, don't they? That's a plain sound. Uh, yeah, they look really good. Super solid. Todd. <laughs> Todd you have the need, ever. It? the need for speed. <laughs> yeah, man. They look good, for sure. Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's a professional. Chris Ivory looks great. Also paid to play football. Uh-huh. Jets Cardinals. Yeah, that could be San it. Francisco San Francisco Levi Jeans Stadium. Yeah. February 2016. Sure. The Denim Bowl. Why not? 
Why the hell not? Well, it feels... I, you're right, though. I mean, it's six weeks, seven weeks in or whatever, and it feels like the Patriots seem so much better than every other team in the AFC. But fuck it. It's football. One game. Okay, cool. Should we move on? Sure. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, it depends. What to? If it's Timberwolves, then no. <laughs> Let's... Where were we before the Vikings? What did I miss to start? We just talked about the Vikings. Oh, we talked. Super we show. decided to call this the Super Show, and then we trademarked it be- because it was just me and Clarence. Oh, nobody's ever what... thought of the Super Show before, so I'm glad you did. <laughs> that's exactly why we did that's it. What... We thought we needed to jump on a, a, a name as alliterative and perfect as that. We needed to jump on and trademark. So, actually, we sat here in silence for 15, 20 minutes while I went through the trademarking process. <laughs> mm-hmm. All we've done is go to the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office website. Yeah. And just, you can hear Brandon sort of mumbling to himself, like, oh, what should I use for an address? Oh, I don't God. know. Password. I'm always so bad at these things. Oh, boy. I'll just use Clarence's address. That'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We argued about that a while. It was good. It was a good start. <sighs> well, that's a good podcast right there. So we haven't, we haven't really mentioned the saddest week ever. Nope. This, no. is our, this is our refuge, we, John. We don't want to. We weren't. I think people look to us to provide optimism. They, as a, yeah, a refuge. I think is a good word. So no, we didn't bring it up. I think people know that this is the where they can turn as their uh, sanctuary, of light, if you will. Yeah. I gotta yeah. tell you, this afternoon I had, I had real high hopes, and I know I shouldn't have got my hopes up for this, but they started announcing the press conference for that weird guy they, addre- they arrested in Annandale. Uh-huh. And I thought with everything that we've gone wrong this week, he's just going to karmically transform into Jacob Wetterling walking out for this press conference. Oh, like, God. Hi, guys. Jesus. Hi, guys. I'm alive. I've brainwashed for 26 years. <laughs> just walks out. Hey, guys. Just the outpouring of it's me uh, of, of love and joy that would have come from that when it just sort of balanced out the rest of this week. Wow. That was a high hope. That I yep. mean, that was the highest of. I've never heard a, such a high hope. I think in the, the entirety was... of my adult life. <laughs> That's what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I wanted it to. I thought this is what we deserve as Minnesotans right now. Is this happening? That would have gotten us very close to back to back to neutral for the yeah. for the week. Restoring the yeah, balance in the yeah. Exactly. I, I don't know what to say. To that. Ooh, boy! Wow, I didn't expect—I did not expect that. I have to say. Um, 
Well, that said, should we talk about the Timberwolves? You guys okay with that? For even a minute or two? I didn't see the game, so I'd like yeah. you to tell me about the game. Well, it was... That uh, podcast we did last week, that uh, that sure was timely. Was timely. Yeah. That, yeah, worked, that, worked that worked out, out pretty well. Yeah, That yeah. whole recording two and keeping one in the can. Because what, what's the harm? And we Ooh. talked about it, too. Should we post right away? Nah. We'll wait till next week. There's well, no harm in waiting. They don't, they're not playing in between then. Well, there's not really any news. They're not going to do any roster changes or anything. No, no downside. So, 15 finalized content, no downside. Yeah, man, live and learn. That's uh, it was a bad one. That was bad, bad all around. Um, bad timing. Okay, uh, let's talk about the game though, John. You missed a uh, real motherfucker of a game. It was amazing. So, so the Timberwolves are playing the worst team in the NBA, Los Angeles. Well, actually, let's be clear. The worst team in the NBA is the Minnesota Timberwolves. All right. Uh, so the Lakers were playing the worst team, but they were the third worst. Um, so two very, really bad teams. But um, and if there's a game that you got to get on national TV, it's this one. Yeah, but it's exciting because Kobe and KG are two 20-year veterans who had never they had never happened before or something to have two 20-year veterans play each other, which is I guess not that shocking, I suppose, if you think about it. Yeah. But um, so that was the first, and then this is the first time in history that the number one and number two have played each other in the first game. So it was Carl Anthony Towns, obviously, and then the Lakers uh, with D'Angelo Russell, their uh, hot shot point guard. So there was a lot of, I guess, narrative storylines going on. Um, the Wolves um, did like one of those hockey line changes where they just, like Adelman used to do, um, just pulled basically all five starters out and put in their entire bench unit. I don't know if it was exactly at the same time, but pretty close. And then they gave they went on the Lakers went on like a twenty three to nothing run. It was like the most horrifying basketball I've ever seen in my life. And so the Wolves were down by a lot. They came back um, and uh, won it by one point, kind of near the end. Ricky Rubio was amazing. He had twenty eight points. He could barely miss a shot. He made like eleven field goal jump shots. See, don't get my hopes up, Ricky. No, do I know this. he does this four times a year, and uh, it'll just you know that'll get us through the next two weeks. But he also I'm looking had at the box. Anybody's, I'm looking at the box bro? right now. He definitely made two three pointers. Mm-hmm. Oh, one was the very it. beginning of the game, and he had 14 assists and one turnover. That's oh, don't incredible. do this to me, Ricky. 14 to one. Yeah. Was he anybody's bro on here? Did anybody? I know he was Stu's turd, which hasn't worked out very well Fucker. through one game. No. Not uh, so was bad. he anybody's bro? Uh, I don't know. I guess he. I guess you could have had him as your bro. It's it's one of those borderline unfair things, though, because he is their best player, you know? But he's been, he's been injured. I mean, he's been hurt. And, he's yeah. been hurt. Yeah, totally. Well, part of the problem with picking Rubio as your bro at, or your turd is that one of the best things about him is his defense, which it's hard to, it's hard to uh, see. You mostly, just have, like, you mostly just have numbers guys that are like, well, his defense is awesome. They're three points better per 100 possessions when he's on the floor or when he's off the floor. And, by that point, your eyes are just sort of glazed over, and you're like, yeah, you must be right. He's great at defense, but he also he shot two balls last night that didn't rise more than six feet below. <laughs> yeah. They actually went down after he shot them. It's barely grazed the bottom of the net. Yeah, so, he is really good defensively, but I think a lot of people have a hard time with point guard defense because there's not a, you don't lock down the opposing team's point guard yeah. from driving. You know, like it's, it's never happened. It's just the guys are too fast. You just try to get them in a certain direction toward your big guy or whatever. I don't want to get into the X's and O's here, obviously. Mostly because I don't know what they are. 
<laughs> I don't want to get into this subject, mostly because I have no idea what I'm talking about. I am so far over my skis at this point, it's getting embarrassing. Um, but so they were bad, uh, and their rotations, and, and Mitchell, the guys he put out there, was horrifying. So I was like, oh my god, they're going to lose by 50 fucking points. But then oh, the damn. first team came back in, and they were unbelievable. Carl Anthony Towns looked great. Uh, he didn't look dominant, obviously. It was his first game, and he's 19 years old, but he looked... He was in there for crunch time. He didn't really make many mistakes. He had 14 points and 12 boards, which is insane. Um, it was great. It was it was a super fun game. And, you know, they almost lost at the end. They gave up a kind of a wide-open look that could have just could have been a buzzer-beater loss. Um, I'd like to think that I would still say lots of positives coming from it, whether they won or lost yesterday. So, um, yeah, super fun game. Well, that's good. Yeah, and you know, I was in in our um, ill-timed preview episode. I uh, was really down on Sam Mitchell because a lot of the quotes coming from the preseason were just these sort of cantankerous old man. You don't, you know, you need to earn the right to shoot threes. We're not going to set up an offense to get threes. All these sort of things where it's like the equivalent of ten years ago saying, you know, on base percentage in baseball is not that important, right? It just sort of rubs me the wrong way. Well, I mean, Sam Mitchell is pretty well known as a terrible coach. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. I mean, he's a bad basketball coach. I will say, the very, very, very tiny spark of a silver lining, if you really want to see it uh, and can squint, is that um, Britt Robson did his season preview um, for MinPost, and he's he's just an incredible writer, and he said that. Mitchell says stuff like that, but actually the numbers bear out that he's not quite as bad as it. He seems to sort of let on in terms of the the <laughs> so anger. He's both, Again, so he's both ignorant and ineffective. <laughs> like he, they shot a lot more three pointers this preseason than they did last season, which is so he is doing something. He just was for whatever reason. It could have just been some quotes, not exactly out of context, but he just was quoted saying what he's doing is not quite as bad. So. So he so might not be the absolute worst is, of all time. What you're saying is his ideas are terrible, but he's such a bad coach that it actually lessens the impact of his terrible ideas. He can't even execute his terrible ideas. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no. I think he just has quoted as a few things, but he's all he's actually a little bit more of a um open to whatever concepts. That's the uh, again, I'm just reading from Brits Brits column and I trust him implicitly, so that could be totally wrong, and knowing his track record, I probably will be totally wrong. But I'm trying to I'm trying to think that Sam Mitchell will hopefully be bad and not awful. That's my goal: bad, a bad coach. <laughs> well, that's I mean that's something to hope for from the Timberwolves every year. Maybe they'll be bad. It'd be great. Okay, I have no other Wolves. Uh, thank you for letting me get that off my chest. Um, this is why we do group. Do you have any other questions or thoughts about the game? How did my how yeah how did my bros and turds do? Uh, they were they were they, your bro was good and your turd was not great, but it's early, so we'll yeah. I knew it. Yeah. It's a pretty good start for your bro for sure, and just not a good start for your turd. So you're you're yeah, looking great right stats, now. Stats? I mean, you're, you're kind of being you're, you're kind of being vague. Do you have any <laughs> stats or? Oh, not in front of me. Your bro was like a 
like a plus 10 stat wise, you know, just net stat. We use net stats a lot. So he's like a plus 10 and then your turret is like a minus 8, I think. Net stat. So pretty huh. good. Yeah. Yep. I've never heard of that net stat. That's Well, I mean, what are you Where are you looking? You know, you're not going to find it in the uh in the Fisher app. This is <laughs> This is you need no, a password. Right. You need a password to get to the net stats. You gotta have an account. Hmm. It's a premium. It's a premium account website, like a dot biz sort of thing. It's I don't want to get into it. I just was wanted to oh. say that your bro and turd predictions were really good when you made them, and they're already looking even better now. Are you gonna apologize then? <laughs> no, no. Well, it's one game. It's one game, my friend. We got along, as you know. Basketball is uh, six hundred games. Give me a number of games. Give me a number of games for when you will. I'll apologize about your picks. Let's say twenty. Let's say we'll quarter the way through the season. There's eighty-two games. We'll say twenty. That seems fair. All right. So I've been holding to it. We'll say probably in twenty weeks. Twenty. Well, twenty games. Yeah, they play multiple games per week. So I'll say it's probably going to be like forty-five sleeps. So come back to me after hmm. 45 sleeps, and we'll talk it out. Okie dokie. Right yeah. on Christmas time. Yep. yep. A little bit before Christmas. All right. A little bit before Christmas, yeah. Hanukkah. It'll be Hanukkah my Christmas time. present. It will be, yeah. It's your apology. Yeah, yeah. You can definitely bet on that. Um, Apologizing has really been a very big part of our podcast so far. We're all very good at it. Uh, we're good at asking for them. We're good at yeah. honoring them. Um, and we're good at never bringing it up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're so good at moving on from things. Once someone apologizes, we forgive them and we move on. Yeah, we're just bigger <laughs> men. and forget. That's what I always say. You are so good at that, yeah. Forgive yeah. and I would say is the best of anybody at it, but we're all learning from him. Let it, let it go. One thing I think Clarence could, could get better at is being let a little bit more go. persistent on things that he cares about. You just seem to give up on things really quickly, Clarence. I'd, lo- I'd love if you could just be a little more persistent on, on little tiny little slights and, and disagreements. Just really hammer it home a little bit if you could. Just something to think about. Food for really? Thought. Food for thought. I could try. Yeah, I just... All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, get your opinion out there. So subtle. All right. Timid. You're so timid. Um. Okay, enough hoops. Uh, go for football this weekend. Go for Michigan. What? What's? What's the? Give me a temperature check, John. Are they gonna? Are they gonna lose by seventy five? Are they gonna come back and win it for? Win one for the Gipper. How's it gonna? How's this thing gonna play out? Boy, I, my my brother Dave pointed something out on Twitter today, which was you can give plays all the audition you want, but. He could do the best coaching job that's ever been done in the history of college football, and the Gophers could still lose their next five games. Yeah, right. That's... Half the team's hurt. The coach just retired in the middle of the season because of epilepsy. Yep. And he had the most painful press conference ever to watch because he's never done anything else in his life, and he doesn't know what he's going to do today. What did Jerry Kill do today when he woke up? He has no idea. He's like, they closed the plant, and he doesn't have work to go to anymore. What does he do now? 
Does so what are they going to do, John? What's the what's the game plan here? They've got Rand kind of outlined it on Twitter a little bit. He said, step one is get this internal investigation over with, which will wrap up sometime between now and February, which isn't <laughs> ideal. Then they will hire the AD. Then the AD will determine what he or she wants to do with the football coach situation. Yeah, the way these things usually work, it'll be a surprise if there's an AD by the next football season. So yeah. Clays is going to have to coach next year no matter what. I mean, well, that's exactly right. So the ideal time to hire a football coach is like a college football coach is like December. There's no good time, but if you're going to do it, you do it right at the Ideally, end of the season. you won't have made a bowl game, or you'll have made the world's crappiest bowl game. So you can have the extra well, typically, practice. You can't hire a college football coach in June. That's not an ideal time. Yeah. Or Illinois, so. who hired a coach like two days before the season. <laughs> yeah, that, that didn't. That was How'd not that work out for him? A good idea. So what are they going to do here? Clays is going to get the rest of the season, and I guess where I'm going is it's unlikely they'll have it lined up where they'll fire him at the end of the season. They won't have it. The AD will be brand new. So they'll give him, you think they give him a season and then go full I do. I think he's got, he's got the rest of this season and all of next season as an audition. I don't see a way around that considering what's going on, but I'm, my ears are open. I'm willing to hear a different theory, but well, I don't see a different theory. They're not exactly going to be getting a bunch of inbound calls for this from amazing candidates, right? So it's not like they can just say, take your pick of the next best guy up, but that's, you know, available and we get him. Like we don't get him. I don't, God, it frustrates me because I can see the potential in this program. And I don't, if you can come in here, I am a home, I'm an <laughs> unapologetic homer, but they've got the village just being built. Yeah. They've got a brand new stadium. There's, the expectations are low. Get in here. You could get in here. They got a great recruiting class, apparently. Get in here. Get your fucking job. You would be a king in this town if you could build up college football. How is the talent level could, in state? Uh, known i mean i know obviously it's not florida or texas or anything but is it I as bad as like baseball where it's bad. like ugh, like it's just poor. basketball okay we just poor we, is the irish are bad kind. at sports is what i'm realizing the irish and the, the norwegian are not great at sports the weird thing is in general. north dakota state takes the same talent pool and wins the one double championship every single year so right. uh, it's not a lost against- cause I'm still uh, against like Northwest lot. Missouri. Against Normandale. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's a good I point. I think though, they players. could build a winning program here. I, I I keep holding out. Wisconsin did it. There's no reason the Gophers can't do what Wisconsin has done. It was good. Sometimes zero reason. There's no difference. There's no difference. Just takes the right person. And now they get this village coming. Why would you not? What's the, the only downside is the is the fifty decade, fifty years, the five decades of losing. I guess that's one downside. I mean, All that they've got going against them is a half century of failure. <laughs> but that's just one line on your on your T chart on your you know. It's just My one point one is, bullet point. Some young buck 
Get in here. You've got... You get the, this town by the balls. The village. Clarence, who's your pick for the next athletic director? Who do you want in there? You. <laughs> okay, that's... I would get thrown out of every single gopher event for screaming at the referee. <laughs> You'd be the most popular person in Minnesota if you were. Like, did you see every the video of this guy? Multiple times a year. I'd basically be George Steinbrenner with Billy Martin as the manager. With less restraint. You would be the most beloved person in the state, though. Like, look at this fucking guy. This is unbelievable. He went to a preseason basketball game and got kicked out by the 10-minute mark of the first half. Like, that one year that the Clippers lost to Winona State in an exhibition, I would have fired Dan Monson in the locker room after the game. (laughs) In an exhibition game. Oh, man. Well, it would have made sense. You're fired. This guy... This guy punched a girls' soccer referee. What marched down to the field and punched the referee at a women's soccer game. He's in jail right now. That's our athletic director. He got arrested but, while arguing an intramural softball game. <laughs> oh, it would be good. I'd just be It'd out be there good. trying to get the Board of Regents to add 15 new, inter- 15 new varsity sports. Yeah, I really think the Big Ten needs, uh, needs cricket. <laughs> you give us a suite, the sportive suite. You yep. do our super shows there. Oh fuck yeah! Wouldn't At least I'd get free tickets. That's all I care oh, yeah. about. All yeah. you guys would be assistant athletic directors for sure. Oh god, we are really dreaming now. This is great. I'm on cloud nine. This is this is the best. Why even be an athletic director if you can't hire your dumb buddies? Yeah. It's my understanding that sexual harassment is. They turn a blind yeah. eye to it there. Not the only use, tolerated, so. but almost encouraged. It's encouraged, yeah. yeah. There's a, there's a pamphlet, how to do it. Best practices. Yep. Yikes. No, uh, you're doing your leering wrong. Your leering is all wrong. Too subtle. Too subtle. It's, it's not nearly creepy enough. I want you to go up there and just touch her. Wiggle those eyebrows. John, Come on, get them moving. John, I got no idea who should be the athletic director. Who? Who do you think should be the athletic director? Who's I your say pick? we go with the in-house candidate. We go with John Anderson. You want Beth? Go for baseball coach, John Anderson. Oh, really, Johnny boy? Not Jerry? Not well, Phil? Would he really want to be an athletic director? Fuck, I don't know. Football. I don't... I never got the sense that he particularly loved fundraising. You know what I mean? That's Well, apparently he fundraised... A significant portion of the village. Yeah, but that's because he... I don't know. I mean, if he wants to be an athletic director, God bless him. Let him go do it, but... Would it be that easy? Are just, you serious? Like, Just like, here you go. You can have it. There's there's so much crap that goes into being the athletic director that I just can't see Jerry Kill wanting to put up with very much. Well, he's, goes, he's going out and doing all that back-slapping and handshaking anyways. That's what he's been doing in the last three years. He goes up to Crookston and down to... Lanesboro, and he's all over the place. So he does it. He can do it. Well, I'm on board. Jerry Kill for athletic director. All right. There, we just solved that. Who's the football coach now? John Anderson. What do you pick? That <laughs> <laughs> Beth, slide her over to that role. <laughs> no, I think I think it should be Cleese. Why not Cleese? I like this staff. The staff does a good job. They've been together forever. Why not keep them together? Even if they go 0-5 to Even if they go 0-5, yeah. Have, have they not? So you don't think that they've peaked? Like, 
they could really do much better things than they've done. I mean that as an actual know. question and not like a leading question. <laughs> Maybe they peaked. I don't know. Why not them? Who you? Is hiring Al Golden or somebody going to be better than that? I don't think so. I want to find like the best of the yeah like. That's what I, I know, want. I want some level, just an amazing like offense. a thirty-one-year-old just nut, just a fucking just weirdo offensive coordinator that works twenty-one hours a day, spread offense, just just crushing Red Bull cans 60. on his forehead. God, even yes. better idea than that guy. Who's the like, guy that uh, the article of the the high school football coach who decided to this year just do all laterals and has never punted? Get that guy in here. Let's yep. see how that works. Yep. Joe Lateral. Joe get Lateral. Joe Lateral in here from Lateral High School. <laughs> Let's get Steve Spurrier in here by telling him we're going to pay him $6 million a year and he never has to go to practice. Steve, you got to show up 12 days a year. You're just going to coach the games. I don't like Steve. That would put me in a – I don't like him. Oh, really? I figured you were like a total Spurrier guy. He's like the most like ah, biggest see, bullshit. He rubs me the wrong way. Huh. Why the, what? What the hell is that supposed to mean? No, no, no! Like he hates bullshit. Like he's just one of those guys who's like, "I'm gonna, oh. just gonna tell it like it is. Fuck all yeah. of you." He's not yeah, gonna go to something just... that the man tells him to do it. What was that line where there was a the side of the course in Augusta? I like that part of him. I just everything else. I don't like that he walked away. That just really rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, he's fucking. He's Maybe. weird like that, man. I and mean, that's right that's, in the middle of the season. That's shitty. But there was one line where the, wasn't there a there was a library fire at Miami or something and he said yeah fifty books were ruined and he's like yeah and forty five <laughs> hadn't even been colored in yet or something like that it's just that, the most that's wonderful that is a great one that is very good yeah and he used to he used to tell all the boosters and stuff just to tweak Phil Fulmer well you can't spell citrus without ut <laughs> Phil Fulmer just hated the guy that that alone is a vote in Spurrier's in Spurrier's favor that Phil Fulmer hated him. But Clarence, I think you're right. I, I'm I'm a fan of the two week notice. Yeah, I, you got a job. You don't. You know, the kid signs up for band. And hates the fucking trumpet, but you're gonna see it through the school year. Yep. Then he can quit. You, a, you you signed up. Yep. I don't know. I. So you made a commitment. Fucking see it through. Okay, so our our number one choice uh, during the Super Show here is Joe Lateral, and our number Joe two Lateral. is Tracy Clay's... Lateral High School, Lateral, Michigan. From Lateral High Lateral School. Lateral, Missouri. Lateral, Missouri. Um, and, and then second choice, option B, is uh, keeping Clay's on. Yep. And Just to see what happens. Just to see how it feels. And then maybe give so Anderson the What's actually going to happen... Yeah. <laughs> What's actually going to happen is they will hire in February a athletic director like from William and Mary or something, some mm-hmm. goofball school. Yeah, and then he or she will bring in their own pick. Yeah, Clay's can do whatever he wants. Athletic directors are, uh, you know, not necessarily the most grounded. They're kind of a little bit haughty. They kind of like to to run their own show. That's kind of why they end up athletic directors right and they're going to want to bring in their own person so if i'm patino if i am clays i you are living on borrowed time without having an athletic director that picked you for your job wow is it really that well, like precarious even for like a patino i haven't really I thought about it, it. huh 
yeah, I, I do. I, I'm, I haven't heard this from anybody, but that's the way I see the universe, and I'd like to hear somebody tell me it's, it's not yep. correct. This is why Joel Maturi gave all these coaches quiet on the down low contract extensions, like on his last day. Like he was the president pardoning his buddies on the way out of office. Mm-hmm. Oh. We hate as him, much right? As I can be infuriated about the Gopher women's basketball team. I'm infuriated about Joel Maturi giving Pam Borden a secret contact extension before he left. Wow. Oh, yeah, we're keeping Amazing. her. It turns out her contract goes for two more years now. So Amazing. I did not know that. That that is amazing. That is Joel mm-hmm. Maturi should probably be on trial right now. I've said it repeatedly. He should be in prison. Nobody <laughs> ever listens to me. I wish I had paid I more attention because I would love to be as angry as you guys are about this. I had no clue. You could have told me he was the most beloved person in Minnesota sports. I'd be like, wow. All right. I'm on board. Do you remember Kim Brewster's first year? He had Mike Dunbar, who used to be North Northwestern's offensive coordinator. And then the Gophers hired him, and they were just so rotten that they had to fire him <laughs> for one year, but he had a two-year contract. So literally, they paid Mike Dunbar $280,000 the next year to not show up for work once. Wow. It wasn't like he had to show up and just sit in a room for eight hours a day and go home like a suspended New York City teacher or something like that. He just did not show up in the building and collected the paycheck all year. How often does that happen with just an offensive coordinator? Like, that'll happen with a head coach yeah. where you – have a contract and you get fired. Yeah, that happens. Or an offensive coordinator, it'll happen as part of a mass firing. Like yeah, the we fired house. every offensive <laughs> staff member, like Gorman's last year. Yeah, nope, just you. We're we're firing only you. That's it. and you're the coordinator. I'm sorry, Mike. Why? We're gonna have to let you go. Well, what about my assistant? Ah, we're keeping them. No, we like them. <laughs> this isn't about them. Right. Yeah. This is entirely about you. It doesn't happen often. (sighs) It must not look good on your resume to get fired by Tim Brewster, of all people. Jesus. All right. Quick segue. Last segment of the evening, weekend preview. Um, I'm going to be going to that Gopher football game. Very excited. Friends in town. Going to party. This is hard for me, John, because as you know, I'm a huge Michigan Wolverine fan. Let's go blue. Um but this Saturday, I'll be cheering for the Gophers. So, um. so you went out there and watched a, a Gopher football game in Michigan. Yep, in Ann Arbor. Yep, and they took you out to the bars and the breweries and the whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now you're in charge. Now yeah. you are responsible for taking them. Where are you going to take them? Well, this is a little bit different of a concept because they're from here, but they live in Grand Rapids now. So they're we're, they're just going to be oh. seeing family and all that. Well, no, we're just going to be tailgating. So we're going to start Sorry. tailgating at, I think, 2 on Saturday and then haven't decided yet where we're going to go after the game, but I'm guessing it's going to be walkable or a quick cab ride into Northeast for a late dinner. If I was going to put money on it, I'd probably say the Bulldog. It's our favorite old haunt, and it's you know not too far from there, not too terribly far at least. I like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's gonna be our that's gonna be our deal. Um, but yeah, when I went out there, I had never been to Grand Rapids, and they had just moved there. Um, it's my my best bud and his wife. They had just moved there a year prior, so we were kind of checking out all the yeah. We went to Founders and a bunch of places, so a little different. Otherwise, I would love to yeah. give them a tour of of Minneapolis. If you know, I don't know where I'd take them though. I haven't thought about it too much. 
lots of spots. Too many. Too many good places. I think Birch to um, Liquor Lyles is my one-two punch that I think wow, is the best Wow, just to right give now. them the full spectrum? Yeah, there just you go. go. I mean, just super, like other. a $60 steak and then a two-for-one watch a fight in a windowless bar. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's it right there. That's life. So that's what I would probably choose. Like um, but yeah, I'm not going to be, um, you know, because Saturday is Halloween and I have two sons and I'm just not going to do Halloween with them this year. Just terrible father. Terrible, terrible wow. fathering. Wait, wait and the, you're not, but she is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Danielle's taking the boys out. To, they'll be with their cousins and they'll have a blast and they won't miss me whatsoever. Got but it. yeah, I took, you know, I thought about it for about five seconds. You know, there was a five second there, and I was like, "Oh wait, can I?" Yeah, I can do that. Yep, I can definitely do that. It's funny. We had an extra ticket for the Gopher game this weekend, and immediately just had to cross off like every one of my friends that already has kids because it's like, well, it's Halloween. There's no way they can come. And they're out. They're, they're out. out. Yeah, that's not uh, that's not how I roll, buddy. I've built up many fathering points. Like that's that's not a thing that mm-hmm. I actually have a thing. Like I'm not writing it down, but it isn't an actual. You have dad points. You've got husband points. I have so mm-hmm. many in the bank right now from being a dad that I just cashed in a few this weekend. I'll cash in a few, you know, March Madness. I'll do it a few times here or there, but yeah, I got plenty in the bank right now, which feels good. Capital. Yeah, dad if you don't have anything in the bank and you got to go try to talk to the wife about it, I can't imagine that feeling. That sounds just awful. Just, just staring at the ground, towing a pebble. It's all right. Begging for forgiveness. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know what to. Friends are in town. Whatever. <laughs> you know, Clarence. Oh, I live there. Yeah, you get used it's to it. Fine. <laughs> you get, yeah, it's yeah. It's kind of like a, like a back pain that you just kind of get. It's there, you but even have yeah. sometimes. Yeah, it becomes a part of you. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Clarence, what do you got going this weekend? Not much. It's uh, one of those odd weekends when uh, weekend hockey starts next weekend, and that goes till March. Uh, you know, weekend volleyball, fall softball, that all, all those weekend things ended last week. Ooh. So this weekend is like that. It's just this little tiny window. Just cracked. Of nothing. Well, come on up and tailgate with us. Yeah, no, I I am a dad that oh. uh, I I will be at doing the Halloween stuff. So I, when I say nothing, I mean like, like not waking not up at seven eight, not waking up at five a.m. and running full speed until ten p.m. How um, many kids of yours play boom. hockey? Is it just the the boy? Just one, just one. Yeah. Okay, and he is is he in the twenty eight days out of thirty in Jan in you know no not quite that bad it's just mostly just weekends and then once there's outdoor ice it's a couple nights a week outdoors jeez are do they have ridiculous playing fees and stuff in Canada Falls our friend our friend Brian Moan Moby on Twitter posted the prices like the fees for yeah I saw that Minneapolis in Minneapolis and it was like. Sixteen hundred and fifty dollars plus you had to fundraise, and then it's not like sixteen hundred fifty dollars and he gets all his equipment and all that stuff. It was just like sixteen hundred fifty dollars for ice time, basically, and that was it. 
I don't, you know, he's pretty young at this age. I think the fees are when you get a little bit older. All right. It is $400. Jeez. Man. And then outdoor practices, are you out on the ice with them? Are you skating? Yes. Okay. Are you a coach? Yes. Would you say that you apply a lot of your soccer coaching knowledge, your deep soccer coaching yeah, knowledge, strategy, your hockey coaching? Spread it out, maintain I possession. I would say that I apply my hockey coaching to soccer coaching <laughs> if we're going to be entirely truthful. Attack! Get it! Uh, you pussy. <laughs> get, get up. Uh, yeah. But, okay, you well, know, that's... I know $400 is a ton of money, but when you're saying it relative to yeah. $1,600, it's Relative to not... 1600 it doesn't sound so bad now. It doesn't sound so bad. I'm not saying that when he gets older it won't be that, though. I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, you're I a single is. guy, and uh, instead of spending your Saturday at the rink, you spend it at the bar, and you walk out with a $150 tab. So, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to waste money. Spend money, pardon me. Invest money in your child who I'm going to be pro someday. Brandon, where are you tailgating on Saturday? I don't know yet. My buddy is in charge of it. They have the, uh, they've got a lot. They've got a space, and they do this every weekend. It's a, it's a different buddy um, that's really in charge of that. So I think essentially I'm just supposed to show up with some beers and, and get after it. These guys are really good at tailgating and, and know what they're doing. So it's... As as a very type A type of guy for me that plans out almost everything to have something like this just say hey here's the here's a street here's the parking number you know whatever space number just show up I'm just so unbelievably excited it's amazing to have a great time like that and having to do nothing in order to to make that happen so like are you staying down there or are you gonna Uber it or are you I'll have Uber to drive it both ways how- yeah. Yep, I'll, I'll Uber it there at 2, and I'll probably Uber, Uber home at whatever time. But, I mean, my the buddy that uh, um, I'm going to be meeting up, seeing, we uh, neither of us will ever say no to another beer, ever, ever. I mean, we have had the most embarrassing, awful hangover, whatever, because it's, you know, we start drinking at 10 a.m. for a gopher game, and at 2 in the morning, we're like, you want <laughs> another one? I mean, I'm not saying no. You you do? Okay, <laughs> So we're trying to trying to tone it down and 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 not do that. Um, thank God his wife is is around and she's a good sport, but she also knows like, no, dudes, you're not gonna stay out till till two. So I am hoping that I cab it at Uber at home at like nine o'clock at night or ten o'clock at night after the game and two beers somewhere else. Oh, you that would be my fucking pussy. dream. Ah, oh, my dream. Pussy. Pussy. You, get extra, you get an extra hour on Sunday morning to sleep, so. Pussy. Yeah, that extra hour will be nice, but yeah, we'll see. I'm guessing it won't work out that way, but that's my that's my goal. That's my intention almost every time I go out, so who the fuck knows. Pussy. But uh, <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know, John, are you going to be, what's your what's your deal? Uh, I'm going to be a goal for football mm-hmm. on Saturday. All right. And then. Next week, I've got the week off because my company mandates that you take at least five days off in a row. So I'm just taking next week off. I'm going to be doing house projects and recording some podcasts by myself. Ooh, great, great. You're going to do short of? Solo short of? Yep, it's going to be me and several voices like Morgan Mundane and Malinger and 
Dave, oh, your alter ego. Dave. Yeah, Dave, my alter ego. I told Wade today that I was going to do a Wade voice too. I've been practicing my Wade voice. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, give it to me. Lay it on me. What Come you on, got hey, so far it, for your not, Wade it's voice? Not a, it's not done yet, but it's. it's I want it like to that. be. Hey, Dave, Dave. Oh, that's Wade. Well, I want it to be that. Here, this is my normal voice. Now here, here's my Dave voice. Hey guys, I'm Dave. Now here, oh, no. now here's my Wade voice. Okay. Uh, hey guys, uh, this is Wade. Uh huh. Good to see ya. Because I'm very, Aww. I'm very good at voices. Ooh, I don't know if man. you guys know that. <laughs> that was amazing. Accents, Rich Little. Voices. I think wow. they, yep. Modern day Rich Little. Jesus. I create, of a I create personalities from nowhere. Thanks to my command. Of Were you on Police Academy? You are so unbelievably talented. Yeah. It makes me sick. Uncanny. Frank Caliendo over here. Wow. Wow. I, I learn a new thing about you. A new talent kind of every, every goddamn day. Well, that's great, John. I'm looking forward to it. So your company mandates that you need to take at least one five-day off in a row. Yep. And I year. thought when, when I first heard about this, I was like, well, that's kind of nice. It's... It's a good work-life thing. You want to take some time away. It's good that they mandate that. Yep. And so I thought it was a very person-based thing. It turns out the reason they do it is they want you to take five days off in a row so they make sure you're not stealing money. Like, stealing. theoretically, if you weren't at work, you wouldn't be able to steal money, and therefore they would be able to see their figures go up over that five-day period. Like, All right, <laughs> Wow, that's, <laughs> that's amazing! I've never heard of that's a different industry huh. than I'm in. I'd never heard of it either. But I thought maybe people were abusing like their vacation days and just being like, "Yeah, I'm out afternoon on Friday yeah. every single day this year or something." We're like, "No, you need to take five full days and actually take advantage of it." I didn't. I didn't see that one coming, John. That was. Uh... Yep. Okay. Wow. Or maybe this is just something Wade told me about. Not everyone has to do this, and they'll use this. They're just worried about you stealing money. Clean out my desk <laughs> for me. And they call it my stuff. <laughs> Don't take it personally, John. The John Martha. Take it personally, John. But we yeah, it's in the. Employee handbook called the John Marathon <laughs> rule, but don't take it personally. Just don't worry about it. It's just a thing. It's been around. Why is there a policy with my name on it? Oh, that happens to some people. Don't worry about it. Oh man, wow, that's good. Okay, John. Well, let's. Uh, if you're going to be tailgating, let's. Let's. I'd love to have a parking lot well, beer with you. The thing is, I don't have anywhere yeah. to tailgate. So. Oh well, hey, place in Cornwall, baby. Yep. Bring your bring your microphones. We'll record a. 20 minutes short oh. of at the fucking parking lot. It'll be glorious. <laughs> and, a live uh, cornhole. A, a live play-by-play cornhole. Play cornhole action. Be amazing. We've done a few of those. We've never posted them. Things got weird. Play-by-play yeah. um, play cornhole action is usually something different. Yeah, yeah. That was when the holiday party got out of control. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. No, no, no. Let's let's not talk about it. Um, good. Well, that's a... Uh, that's a wrap, fellas. We're, out, we're an hour deep. Let's get the hell out of here. That's a good podcast. So Stu never, did Stu text you guys and say he was never showing up? No, he said he Last was on his way. Oh, so he'd be he a little bit late. Just didn't make it. That's Stuart for you. You know, he's always got something player? better going on. You know, we are Stu's consolation <laughs> prize. If if there's nothing else going on, I'll be there. That's kind of how want, he rolls. I, I still needed to talk to Stu last week because I think the day after we recorded the podcast, the day after he was at your house, he went back to St. Paul 
because the Minnesota United invited him to come over to the press conference announcing the stadium plan or whatever. And I think Stu's great, and he's my friend, but I've never been so jealous of anyone in my life because I couldn't go because I, you know, I had meetings and stuff, and I suppose I should be thankful because I had meetings and I was employed and stuff like that. But, man, I missed the announcing the MLS. Did he have an official capacity? Did he have an official capacity for being there? Like, was he supposed to do work or just be there? Like, Reporting what? for the sportive, I think. Yeah, I think he was just invited as a media member. He was resportiving. Yep. No, well, that's bad. I'd strike that. Like just, he, didn't, he didn't ask any questions. I'm just I, He could have. Yeah, no, like, what are they going to do with it? He could have asked, like, incredible questions. What are they going to there's no recourse. They can't fire him. He's not. Yeah. What are they going to do? Throw him out? Doesn't work. Well, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it would have been funny if he just blew that whole thing up. Oh, God, he should have. Call it. out the mayor. Parking meters on Grand Avenue or something. Just really get deep <laughs> into it. <laughs> oh, we don't want parking meters on Grand Avenue. We want to circle the box, the block, looking for free parking for the rest of our lives. Oh man, make a scene would have been great. Yep, he just doesn't care. So anyway, my jealousy of Stu was complete that day. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to be Stu, not for the first time, and it won't be the last time, did I? No, no, of course not. He's the best. Well, uh, I'm sad I missed the chance to talk to him about this. Yeah, we'll probably never see him again. He keeps having other things to do. Yeah. All right. Yep. I'm gonna miss Stu. Yep. Uh, okay. That's all I got. All right. Good podcasting. Yep. Good job, guys. This has been Tokyo Sex Whale and the Human Settlements saying sayonara. See you, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.